today we are joined at Mind in America with Mark Paliza. Mark is um, a geological engineer who has worked in the mining of uranium through situ recovery for his entire career. So we're talking with Mark today uh, in part one of two parts about Fort Lewis College and in situ recovering. Hi, Mark. Hello. How are you today? I am just fine. Excellent. Now, how long have we known each other, Mark? Oh, we've known each other quite a while. I think maybe 20 years. Yeah, it's it's been a long time. Um, I know you through my husband, Bill. And Bill always credits you as knowing more about the uranium price movement and uranium pricing than anyone else he's ever met. Well, I think Bill may be a little bit too kind. <laughs> but you were instrumental in, in his I, I was, and, and I've been at this I've been at the uranium um game for now almost 45 years so I don't know it all but I do know some but you were inf influential in his decision to go out of gold and into uranium well again um you make me blush <laughs> you're too modest you're too modest Thank you for uh, joining us. Um, really want to talk about a few things with you. You have spent your entire career in the mineral or extraction industry with uranium, I believe. Have you always worked in uranium? Uh, I've always, yes, I've, I've, I've essentially worked in uranium since the, um, the, the mid 70s, which is a long time. Um, and and almost 100% of that time, it was working with uranium um, solution mining or in situ mining. Um, I dabbled a little bit with conventional activities, but um, um, you know, from the very beginning, I was, I was one of the early folks um, working um, in, at in situ operations. And um, I've continued with in situ to this day. So Tell me, for the benefit of people that don't know what in situ recovery is, what is in what is ISR in situ recovery? Well, in situ means in place. It's it's um, a Latin word that means in place, which means that the um, mineral is recovered in place. Unlike conventional mining, where the rock is removed from the earth, it's taken to the surface and milled um, separately in a conventional mill. So there's no, it's, it's, it's like oil and gas. You pump a solution, you pump a solution. Gas, and we can talk about the, the influence that the oil and gas industry had um, on the development of the technology here, um, if you wish. Okay. But it's very similar to oil and gas that all in situ activities is conducted through wells. And um, if, if, if simply, um, one could almost think of an in situ uranium well field as a miniature um, secondary oil field recovery operation. Okay, so uh, as opposed to conventional mining, no open pits, not a bunch of heavy equipment running around, much to the chagrin of the heavy equipment operators and owners, um, there's no tailings, uh, waste piles. Correct, in situ is done in place, so, and, and it's done on, um, in porous sandstones, which which are aquifers, mm -hmm. 
So um, the groundwater, groundwater or leach solution, which is essentially groundwater, is circulated through the aquifer, again, a lot like a secondary oil flood operation. Um, okay. Whereas with a conventional operation, the aquifer is removed, it's destroyed um, because it is removed. That rock is crushed on the, and, and, and it's done through with by heavy equipment. So it's quite invasive. The rock is brought to the surface and it's crushed, piled up and crushed and milled and treated with generally a harsh acidic solution, which results in tailings, which um, you know, they can be managed, but they are large and the, um, the footprint of tailings is, is much larger because there are tailings at the end. Land has to be deeded to the federal government for perpetual care. Whereas in situ, the um, impact is small and reclamation is complete. And therefore, um, at, the, at the end of in situ, the land is returned um, to the owner, whether it be private or public, for unrestricted use. So you're a geolo geologist by education. I am geologic engineer. And you studied first at Fort Lewis College? That is correct. And did you study somewhere else after? Or, or yeah, Fort I, from Fort Lewis, I went to school mines and okay. received my um, geologic engineering degree from mines in Golden. Okay. Uh, Fort Lewis has, and at some point I want to interview Tom Westervelt, Fort Lewis has produced a phenomenally large percentage for a small school of very good geologists. Correct? If yes, and and the reason being is that um, Fort Lewis is in geographically is in a unique position to be um, located in some of the most unique and um, impressive geology in the United States. To the um, east, we have the Rockies and all the hard rock activity and 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 economic hard rock activity that has occurred occurred there for 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 a century or more. And um, to the um, south and um, the, the west, we have um, the most prolific uranium mining that has ever been conducted in the United States. Um, we have large oil and gas fields um, all surrounding the Four Corners area. So it's just a magnet to um, people who are interested in geosciences to come and study there. And, and, and of course, for benefit of others, it's in Durango, Colorado. Like, what more beautiful place to, to go to school and, and work and live? Yeah, I'll, I'll vouch for that. And as, as you and Bill will, Janet, we're both residents at one time. We're, in, uh, we're, we're both residents at um, various times of the year. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's, it's a, a, a Dave Cole from EMX told me once it's a natural laboratory. And every weekend with great professors out in the field, uh, if, you, if you can't figure things out, you know, you're, you're in the wrong discipline, right? And if you get tired of geology, you can ski. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you do. So uh, how did you end up in mining? Um, obviously, you went to school to, in geological engineering, but but why that field? What was it about it that you that you ended up there? Well, geology um, was just a, a, a natural interest. Um, I went to Fort Lewis to 
because I was interested in geology. And um, a number of years ago, which I qualify for, the, um, the, a, a geologist went into the resource recovery type of uh, industries, extractive industries. Um, at, at mines, there are really about three choices of, of what one may do once they graduated, if if they were going to go into the extractive industries, you know, some some chose to go in teaching, and 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 that's also an option. But there's oil and gas, and many went into oil and gas. <clears throat> there was, and, and this would be in the mid '70s. There was coal, and many mines graduates um, went into the coal industry, and then there was uranium. And there were, there were some other heavy metals as well, but they weren't the, 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 the oil and gas, coal and uranium were the um, popular items. And I thought uranium and nuclear power were fascinating, still do. And um, that, was, that was my choice. And I started out on some of the early um, operations in Texas with Chevron. And um, when I was given the opportunity to, um, to um, go with Union Carbide at the Palangan operations, one of the early ISR operations in South Texas. I found it fascinating. Um, I liked what I saw when I toured the site. Uh, I, 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 for all the reasons in terms of um, environmental quality, I liked what I saw in terms of no tailings, um, minimal um, footprint, um, low cost operations. And um, that was my choice, it was easy. Yeah. Yeah. So, so here, my question always, and, and you and I have discussed this, is, is if ISR is so great, so many people haven't heard about it. Like, what, why? Like, it, it's why is this not more prevalent in the industry as a whole, and why has it kind of just quietly chugged along? Broadly speaking, I, I have to give you a probably not a very good answer. I just don't know. Yeah, um, yeah. I can say within my world, it's it, people understand ISR. Um, I think that that um, and it's all speculation, but I think that conventional operations, whether it be uranium, whether it be iron ore, whether it be copper, whether whether mm -hmm. it be so many minerals, are are a they're easy to easier to see in situ. Like I said, the footprint is small, and and um, it's it's almost hard to see an in situ operation unless you you walk right onto it. it. Whereas so many conventional operations are very visible, and and that is the picture that people see and think of when they when they think of the mining industry. And and, and the other thing about, about ISR is that I I like the carbon carbon neutral, I would say. Uh, well, it's Low carbon. Um, we use electricity. Um, our miners are electric pumps. So, like, um, and 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 in terms of operational cost, electricity certainly ranks up at the top of the costs, along with labor. So, um, that is as carbon neutral as any use of electricity is in our society. There, there is some heavy equipment that is used in the drilling process, but relatively speaking, 
it's it certainly compared pound to pound of uranium produced conventional versus in situ, it's very small. Mm -hmm. So um, it is a certain, I, I would call it a low carbon um, footprint type of activity. And, and I think that's an accurate representation. And, and I and I think that if, if and whether or not you believe in the topic or not about you know, reduced carbon emissions, and I, we won't go there. But if the mining industry wants to reduce, they've got to incorporate more ISR. It's it's not possible with big heavy equipment. It's just people don't understand the scale. It, it it's it's just yeah. It, it 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 it's I'll just say yes to that. Yeah. Um, it's 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 drilling rigs, which um just just re, it, it's a smaller amount of activity by uh, by probably an order of magnitude compared to the type of activity that's required to actually excavate the on um, earth, take it to a mill, grind the material, um, and 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 run it through a mill. It it's it's. It's just not comparable, really. Yeah. So I have I have, a, I have two theories on on why people don't know about it is if you introduce new technology and and disrupt conventional mining, it disrupts a big supply chain, a big industry uh, that may not want that change at this time. That's one theory. The other theory I have is that. ISR doesn't work on every type of deposit. So you might be setting expectations higher than, than possible. But I don't think either of those are a good reason not to promote it. I think it's a fabulous component of the mining and extraction industry. Well, and, and, and a number of years ago, I think a third reason would be many of the people that, that worked in the conventional mining field that's what they did. That's what they're trained to do. And this um, technology of IRSR, uh, they didn't understand it. Um, they, they may have felt insecure that they may not be able to transition into it. Yeah. yeah. It, it, you know, it posed a threat to them individually. And um, I say this often, I, I can remember years ago being told that we're baby miners, we're not real miners. And that's how it, how it was reflected. And again, as I've said a number of times, where well, the baby miners have gone from 40 years ago, where only a small um, percentage of the uranium produced in the world was ISR, to now where nearly 60% of the uranium in the world is produced by ISR. And, and the reason is um, professionals have learned how to do it. Um, we're learning that more and more deposits throughout the world are amenable to ISR. The environmental impacts are lower and the costs are lower. So that is the natural um, transition from one technology into another. 